Damn, Q. Baby, you did that. Welcome to the Oh Yeah Podcast with your boy, Mr. Oh Yeah, Detroit's number one ambassador. Appreciate you joining us for another episode of Real Stories from Real People. Podcast with your boy Mr. Oh Yeah, Detroit's number one ambassador. We appreciate you joining back in with us as we're here at Floods Bar and Grill. Let me say that right. The legendary Floods Bar and Grill, where every Wednesday you can come hang out with us for the all industry connect, politic, network, and find a new relationship that can last you a lifetime. And we started this week, we got the mobile cigar band out here as well. So Good food, good drinks, and good cigars. The only thing we may be missing is you. You come on out here and check us out. And today with the Oh Yeah podcast, real stories from real people. And today, I'm so honored to have someone as as humble as this gentleman. And anytime I give a call, he picks up the phone. And I know I've been called too many times, but he picks up the phone He's always willing to help. He's always willing to give. He is a Detroit native and somebody that represents us like no other. My main man, Mr. Terrence Wheeler of the Wheeler Foundation. What's going on with you, my guy? I'm doing well, man. How you feeling today? Phenomenal. I like to hear that phenomenal. Real stories from real people, man. The OEA podcast is about having a conversation about how those who are from Detroit, or really from wherever now, have been able to make it, succeed, reach some level of greatness, right? But we understand that it don't just happen, right? We want to talk about that. And as we, my guy, Super Producer Q, are coming down the line of those where we know the stories need to be told, you're at the top of the list, team. You're at the top of the list, man. The work that you're doing here in Detroit, the River Rouge, is unmatched with the Wheeler Foundation. But we want the people to hear. Can you please break down what you're doing present day? Today is Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It was out there today, yeah, right? Today is Mobile Food Pantry Day. It's a Mobile Food Pantry, but we call it the Pantry of Hope. Just trying to provide families to be free. Now, as gas prices are increasing, uh, the rate uh, uh, groceries have increased, but your wages stay the same. So it, we know that probably has no zip code. People come from near and far just to get some food. And I know for a fact that we've, been, we've penetrated the crime rate. So now you don't have to worry about hurting anybody to get what you need to feed your family. Nobody should be hungry in this country. We waste food, man. Nobody should be hungry. And food is part of public health. If you can't eat, man, you can't think. Right. You didn't say we're about no, no meat test. Right. If you can't eat, <laughs> it's not possible. Not possible. It's not possible. No, man, man not at all. Now, the, the Wheeler Foundation, I, I had to do a little research. Okay. Okay. But it was something that stuck real close to me. And that's your mission. Yeah. And that is to alleviate all non academic barriers as powerless kids need powerful friends. Yes, sir. Now that's your work with River Rouge as well. Yeah. Right? So, so here's what happens, man. Is that powerless kids need powerful friends? Meaning that if you have a position, why have a position if 
you're not going to use that position to enrich the lives of others. Why do you work for this corporation if all you want to do is help that, let the paycheck? Yeah. You should be trying to figure out how to give back to your community, whether it be internships, mentorships, yeah. uh, financial contributions, even job shadowing. That's giving back. Right. And so if you alleviate some of these barriers to education, these kids will excel. And in 25 years age of working with kids, I've never had a kid tell me, this is going to be a failure. They <laughs> fail because adults don't pour into them. Right. Adults prey on them instead of praying for them. Right. They're using kids. Count day is every day, bro. Right. For me, yeah. every day is count day. I ain't just looking for you in October. Right. I need you in August, September, October, December to get you across the finish line yeah. so that you can go be a successful individual in the game of life. Yeah. Game of life. Now, right now, those are the two main things that you're focused on. Yes. As that food pantry as well as your work at River Rouge yes. High School. Right? Yeah, yes, sir. Now, how long has that been the focus? So I've been at River Rouge eight years. One of my ninth year. Uh, River Rouge is like the second home. Yeah. It's right next to Southwest Detroit. I went to the greatest high school in the country. Come 6921 on. West 4th Street, <laughs> Southwest of Prospector, to the day I die. <laughs> on the day I die, played for the legendary GOAT, Gary Go. Watson. That's right. And so I would not be here. I would be remiss. I didn't miss it, Kerry Watson, right. Cheryl Harshaw, yeah. Dr. Granson, all these people that saw that saw something in a little snotty nosed kid from Bionville in Michigan. Yeah. I believe I could be great. Bingo. Now, because you're a guest on this show, I'ma let that ride about the greatest high school. Call the Cassette King. Call the Cassette King. Call Am Hall. Call Donnell Dickinson. Ask him about it. Ask him about it. Ask him about Callahan Hall. Right. 31. Yeah. 18 in the first quarter. Know about it. To Check my up. people who don't know, the bridge just hollered out his stats. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. In the game, so boy, he, he gave it to my school a little yes. bit. But we going to get to that. Okay. We're going to get okay, to that. Okay, I'm sorry. NAACP, Hometown Hero Award. Wow. Life Changer of the Year Award winner. Wow. The Piston said, Black History Month icon status. These people have made you that time and time again because of your work, man. Because of your work. You know, I want to go in early, man. How does that make you feel? Man, it's an awesome feeling because someone recognizes your work. But my name may be on the award, but really, ultimately, God gets the reward. The reward comes from putting people in my circle that allow me to do the things I want to do, that believe in you. You're only as good as the folks that want to volunteer, Come on, folks that want to support you, folks that want to go to their companies and get checks and give them back to you. I believe, I want to believe that everyone wants to help. But sometimes they can't find the right person they can trust. What's relationship building? It is being consistent in your work. It's being humble. It's being empathetic to the people that you serve. Just because someone is in line doesn't mean you mistreat them. So what I've, what I've always tried to uh, lead by is the Nordstrom's. Risk Carlton model. Break that down. Treating you excellent. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. How you doing? How, how you doing, Ace? What's yeah. going on? What's going on? How you how your family doing? Yeah. Talk to the people. You're building a relationship with folks. And you're not judging them, man. It's a nudge, it's a no judgment zone. Whenever I'm whenever my name is on something. I don't care where you work at, I don't care where you're from. If we can help you, man, we're gonna help you. Let's do that. So I guess if we could go back to how did this all begin with the pantry work? Uh, how were you able to identify the need? How were you able to get the resources to be able to attack the need? So, 
Once COVID hit and school was no longer an option, I was getting phone calls from high school seniors that would say, hey, Mr. Will, we're moving. Some kids are used to eating in school. So now they don't have that food. But you're at home now with multiple siblings. So I started an initiative called We Love You Fridays. I had a couple of friends that own Popeyes and Hungry Howards. I went to them and told them what I was trying to do that Popeye sandwiches and pizzas, and I was taking them to your house. Wow. Once I get to your house, I realize your cousin's here, your nephew's here, your brother's here. Oh, you need more food. Yeah. Call my guy, Kirk Mays, over at uh, Forgotten Harvest. Hey, Kirk, how do we develop a mobile food pantry in River Rouge? He said, I can do it for you on Wednesdays. Man, year to date, 8.5 million meals served to the entire Metro Detroit community. Not only, not only River Rouge, we had a guy today come from Sandusky, Ohio, man, to come get, get some food, bro. Once a week. Come get some food, man. Monroe, Taylor, Deep East Side. We're getting calls from Macomb County. Hunger is real, bro. The need is great. Nobody should be hungry in this country. Nobody, man. And so as long as I'm alive and I can help you, I'm going to help you. Man. Because somebody helped me. Me and my mother was in the line at Focus Hope when I was nine years old. I said, God, I'm ever in a position, I'm going to use that position to help somebody else. That's huge. Especially in the dead time. I'm going to crack a little joke here, but you say you were going to folks' houses. Yeah. Counting the head. Yeah. Saw what you brought. Yeah. And saw that you ain't bringing enough. We ain't bringing enough, bro. We ain't bringing enough. Man, talking sheep, the work is expensive, man. Come on. So myself and Dr. Coleman, superintendent, I said, man, how dope would it be for the superintendent to show up? Not that you in some kind of trouble. I'm showing up to give, to help you. We can no longer just open doors and expect kids to come. You got to provide real tangible services for children and families if you really care. People talk about caring, they don't really care. They like you, they don't love you. I love you, I want to see you win. I wouldn't be here if it had not been for so many people showing up, late great Ed Martin buying me a coat. Gary Watson driving us to camps. Cheryl Harshaw buying me lunch when I was hungry. On game day, all these type of things happen, man. And so you, you are. I feel obligated to give back. So the day I die, man, I'm dying on empty, bro. On empty, on empty. I've heard that. Got nothing else to give. Nothing else to give. Over. I love that. I love it, T. But in conjunction with the food pantry, you are representative for the River Room School District. So you kind of have a very unique position with your work here and what you're doing. Because some of the families that you have been able to identify, you're working with these kids every day. See, right. once again, it's being creative in the school system. Yeah. Education wasn't designed for the things that we're facing today. But every school district across this country needs a terrorist leader or somebody like that. That's going to provide resources, exposure, and access for kids. It's no longer about poverty. Poverty itself is not just about money, bro. Right. It limits access to people that can help you. You gotta be able to show these kids, hey, that's the governor, that's the lieutenant governor. Now we'll be able to see your Delta Airlines. You can be that. Yeah. What's your path to get there? Right. No one is successful by themselves, fam. Somebody that nurtures supports your greatness, man. It just doesn't happen. No, it don't happen. It just doesn't it's happen. Just, no, we're not hitting the lottery. It's not. It's, it's every day, all day, bro. It's just what it is. It's a grind. And you got to be unapologetic about your commitment. See, the problem is, the most expensive thing we do in this country, bro, is put the wrong adults in front of young people. Like them, but don't love them. Yeah. 
you've got to love this kid past their mistakes, yeah. past their pain. Empathy and trauma sensitive does not mean that you are not held accountable. Right. It means I understand where you're coming from. Right. If teachers and administrators drove the neighborhoods and walked the blocks in which our kids come from, you have a better understanding of what Huey needs every day. I walked that block where there's only one house. Right. No grocery store, no dentist, no bank. You right. understand that there's a deficit yep. in which this kid is coming to school with. That, that is, it's crazy that you said that. I wasn't even going to kind of go there around, but you. What you're saying is, how can you service someone that you don't know? That you don't know. Now I that you don't understand. understand. Yeah. First of all, I ain't scared of that kid. Yeah. I love you. I'm going to break bread with you. Right. I'm going to sit down next to you. That's right. Talk to me, man. Yeah. Listen, every administrator across this country, there's five days in the school week. I talked to you in five days. For four weeks, that's 20 contacts I've made with you. Yeah. Over 10 months, that's 200 contacts. Man, we got a relationship. We got a relationship. How's your test? What are you doing the test? How's your weekend? How your mama feeling? Her, she was sick. How's granny doing, man? Right. Sorry about your loss. Yeah. It's love, bro. It's love. It's love, man. Yeah. It's real, organic love. It ain't just, let me give you some Target gift cards and spaghetti on count day. And then go in front of the TV and say, I did. I did that. No. Come on, man. They know. These kids know who real and who not. So how about this? This is what you're doing now. Say for the last eight years, yes, sir. But even prior to that, yes. you've been putting a lot of work to the community. Uh, you're known for the turkey giveaways, yes, right? Yeah. And if I'm correct, that's over 25,000 turkeys to give away. Way higher than that. High. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Bring uh, so I haven't updated the website, but forget okay. the website. I'm going to tell you this, man. We average 3,000 a year. We was oh. up to 5,000 one year with all the trimmings. Okay. This ain't no. No disrespect, this ain't no corners in. Yeah. It's a 12 to 15 Come pound on. bird. Two canned goods, box of mac and cheese, uh, some macaroni, and we got five pound bag of potatoes. Yeah. So now you can be able to get your your family together, man. Yeah. Over the weekend, y'all yeah. can eat good. Yeah. You're feeding families, man. You're providing reprieve. If I give you a five pound bag of potatoes, but you still with that knife, bake, royal. Ass rounds, fries, you name it, man. You can eat, bro. You good for a little minute. Good for a minute. Yeah. I see you after you get done. Yeah. Call me. Now I said that wrong. That was the all-star all-star get back, bro. Yeah. Myself and Derek Coleman started that man. NBA legend, uh, my friend, my brother, uh, dug in his pocket yeah. before we had corporate sponsorship. Dug in his pocket, man. Let's do this, man. Believe in me enough to say, man, I'm gonna support you. We're gonna do this thing together. Yeah. It's easy to get the money and that's not do nothing. Plenty of guys do that. Yeah. And I ain't knocking those that do. Right. Because if you ain't got it from the heart, you shouldn't get it. Right. But this brother, man, left him, uh, had no problems, man. See, let's do it, man. What you want to do? Let's go. We, we, we've been rolling ever since, man. Yeah. And we talk about families pull up, we're not judging them. We high five them, we believe in you, man. Say tomorrow, it's going to be a better day. This yeah. trouble don't last always. Yeah. You're damn near a preacher out here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you, man. <laughs> Let me just keep going. Go I'm thankful for you. What I always like to talk about is social media, yeah. websites, TV, yeah. you know, everybody see it. Yeah. And, and it's almost as if they believe that that just happens. But it's the grind. It's the work. Man. Yeah. Now, I want to be able to get this okay. set now. Okay. So let me give my props. Kelly Clarkson has you know, showing you love for your work. Yeah. Channel 4, CNN, 
facing in the morning. Yeah. These folks have acknowledged all of your work, man, yeah. and see that you, you know, took the time to just give back to the community as you just addressed, right? But why T. Will? Why not? Why not? <laughs> if not us, then who? If not us, then who? Who we waiting on, man? We got to right. do it, bro. Come on. And so humbly, I'll say that for as much press as I've gotten in the last seven to eight years, yeah. I can still tell you there's companies right here in Detroit that say no. I think I know a couple. So when they say no, <laughs> it just does something to my dysfunction. Yeah. It geeks me up. Yeah. They say, oh, you going to tell me no? Yeah. I'm going to show you. Right. We're going to do it without you. Right. It's why you support, you throwing money away supporting other people. But yeah. well, that's politics, that's whatever that is. I'm dealing with who deal with me, man. Right. And so these folks who got behind me, these companies and corporations, whether it be $5 or $5,000, man, all these tools and fuels add up. Yes, man, man, we can make it happen, bro. Let's make it happen. We can make it happen, bro. I love it. With my man, T. Wheel. Come on, man. So let's do it. I think we did kind of touched on a few things and, and not intentional. But you are connected, let's just be clear, yeah. right? Uh, with some of the well-known stars, athletes across the country. But really, at the core, as you said, Snotty Nose Boy from... Lionwood and Michigan. Come on. Yeah, man. West side of Detroit. West side, man. Focus hope. Bus past the food steps, man. With coupons. Yeah. Wasn't no grits, it was Farina. Okay. Wasn't no Captain Crunch, it was King Vitamin. Come on. You know what I mean? I'll never forget those days. Yeah. It wasn't no real beef. It was that great can of beef on Focus Hope. And we made it happen, man. And yeah. so those dark days humbled me enough to say that whenever I'm in this position, yeah. I want to help somebody who in the same position. Because guess what? It ain't your conditions, it's your decision making that determines your destiny. Come on. So that's why that's why I focus on, man. How do I help people, man? Because if I can do it, so can you. But I think it's the way you're saying. You know what it's like, and you can relate because of where you've been. Yeah. Because of where you're from. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Single and mother. Single mother, man. Single mother on drugs. Father that was absent. I spent four hours with my father, and three was at his funeral. I'm gonna give him the extra hour. Maybe I was a baby. He came by, kissed me. I didn't know about it. But my mother, for sure, her drug usage saved my life. Now it's used drugs, we sold drugs. So I grew up in a dope house, a vibrant dope house. Yeah. Uh, and to see those individuals basically ruin their life, I don't know why or what drove them to drugs, but God's grace and mercy that I was never molested, I was never touched. None of those things have happened to me. I know how to count money fast because growing up in this house, yeah. I had a job to do, man. Right. Uh, I'm not proud of it, but it's my story, man. It's my story. So when I write my book, the dope house to the White House, yeah. you can relate to it. You, know, you can relate to it. Yeah. So for me to come from this this house on Vinewood in Michigan and walk the halls of the White House to introduce the 44th president of these United States, you going too far. We ain't made it there okay, yet, okay, T. Okay, you know, to all my fans here, we get <laughs> we get them hyped up here, and they think they can lead this show here, but we gonna get them together. Right. Single mother, yes sir. Fell in love with basketball. Man. Oh man. I follow my Uncle Sean. Come Uncle Sean's four years older than me. Great player in the neighborhood. Uh, I'm the tallest in my family, biggest feet in my family. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and God just uh, gave me uh, a wicked jump shot, uh, IQ, some work ethic. I was I played for uh Boys Club. My uncle was a 
member of the South River Boys Club. Okay. On Livinois and Michigan. Okay. Got me into the club, won our first championship at the Boys Club. Come on. Our championship meal was White Castle on Livinois and Warren. Let's go. I was like, I, I was I was I was all in then. All in. He took me, Mr. Smith took me from him to Jake Boyd. I became a role runner. Okay. Won a bunch of championships, traveled across this country. Played against the Harlem Gold Trotters, et cetera, et cetera. In the eighth grade, Mr. Perk, I'm getting recruited by five schools. Bishop Borges, okay. St. Hedwig, Western, Murray Wright, Chess. They all said you can start as a freshman. Wow. Mr. Perk told me, you ain't going to none of these schools. I'm going to see your mama the bar. I prayed that my mama be there right there in my mind and listen to Mr. Perk. He came over and told my mom, he'll be going to none of those schools. He should go to Southwestern High School behind Perry Watson. My mother didn't know Perry. I didn't know Perry. But my mother believed in Mr. Perk. This time, man, you couldn't just go to a different school. You could go to a neighborhood school. That's right. My mother got on a bus, Joy Road bus on Grand River, went down to the Board of Education, she said, sit down, came back out with transfer slip. That changed everything for me. Now I'm walking the halls in Southwestern with Antoine Jobert, who was the number one high school player in the country, LeBron James with a Jerry Curl. Yeah. I'm seeing him being recruited. Bill Jones being recruited. Johnson Scott being recruited. I knew that if I just stuck in the state and listened to Coach Watson, my day was coming. Your day was and coming. And it came, bro. And it came. It came. Let's man. not get there yet. Come okay. on now. Okay. I want to talk about basketball in the city of Detroit around that time. Mm. What was it like? Oh, As you you, you, you you shouting out these names, and the city of Detroit is known for producing some of the best that yeah. we've seen at the highest stage. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you could break down, you know, <laughs> the walls of St. Cecilia, yeah. right? Yeah, or sir. Southwest, or being under Coach Perry Watson. Yeah. What was that like? Man, it's to be the greatest era of basketball in Detroit history. You talk about Steve Smith, Derek Coleman, Doug Smith. Yeah. All the cats at King that was top dogs, but never had the national ranking. Amp Hall, yeah. Willie Tucker, Derrick Jefferson, yeah. Derrick Williams. Yeah. You know the great Donnell Dixon. He was Bo Jackson. Yeah. Then you go over to Southeast and Steve Beck, Darren Brown. Yeah. McKenzie had a whip. Yeah. Uh, Chassie had Demetrius Gore, Jerome Taylor. Weston had a whip. Yeah. Uh, even the Catholic school, the Poors had a whip. Scotty Nichols, Greenwood, Willie Burton, Ooh. the great Miguel Knight, Captain Central, John McIntyre, yeah. Brother Rice. B.J. Armstrong, and to me, pound for pound, one of the best guards from my city, Detroit, Joe Breaker over at Bishop Boyce. Okay. So you got to bring your game yeah. every week. Every week. Summer League, it didn't matter where you was at. Yeah. Summer League, Belmont, Kelly Park, wherever you playing at, yeah. somebody trying to give it to you. Somebody. See, you better be ready. You better be ready. You better be ready. Just now, I feel like you just went back. I did. <laughs> I just did. I feel like I saw myself at Callahan Hall yeah. against King. Yeah. And you don't know what I'm I just saw it. I saw it. Matter of fact, shout out to Mama Jefferson. I love you. Don't be mad because we beat y'all, Mama. Y'all thought y'all had the game won, but the prospect is coming. The prospect. Yeah. Now tell me, what were some of the things that Coach Watson was saying to you? As you're huddling up, because he's Ooh. he's one of the best, and he knows what you're about to go against. He knows what's going on in, in, in his neighborhood. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Absolutely. How does he get y'all ready, man? Because he was no no tolerance, man. No bullshit. Okay. Okay. None. Okay. 
On Monday, he gave you a progress report that was due back by Friday. I don't care who you were, how great you were, that progress report wasn't signed with your current grade, you're not playing. Flat out. Man, this guy was a disciplinarian, but he was there every day. He never missed a day of school in my four years at Southwestern. Day of school, a day of practice, I don't know how he did it. And you're talking about like 90% of us didn't have a father at home. And he was probably 10 years older than us. He looked so much, he, he acted so much older. He was about 10 years older than us. Right. Uh, but he, I remember sitting in a huddle before practice. We didn't just roll the balls out, man. Now it's called life skills. Right. Sitting in the circle, man, he used to say stuff like, this we love is company. I get that now. Okay. Don't let the little head control the big head. That's I right. I get that now. I understand that now. What you do off the court controls you on the court, meaning there's no shortcuts. That's right. Man, this guy was ahead of his time. And I appreciate him so much. I'm so thankful to be at an age where me and him can sit down, have a cigar, have a drink, man. Yeah. And I can just get that knowledge, man, because he means so much to me that I don't make a major decision to in my life. To the state. I'll talk to him, bro. Yeah. I love him to death, man. That's what's up. He did his job. He wasn't like some of these coaches out here now, man. They're young. They they still in the streets. They they want to stick with your mama, your auntie. He was focused on getting you out of this. He said, use basketball. Don't let basketball use you. And I'll say this, Ace Man, all the stuff I've done, if I'm just known as a basketball player, I have failed my community. Come on. Man. I have failed. I'm supposed to use this to get here. Yeah. From here, you gain the knowledge and go help your people, yeah. man. He said, get that degree. Yeah, I went and got it, man. I love him to death, man. To my death. To, that's my guy. That's what's I up. don't make a decision, a major decision today without talking to him. Flat out. I know he's going to come from a place of purity, a place of unconditional love. Yeah. Hey, Will, what I think you should do. Okay. I, but most of the time I'm doing that way. Yeah. Times I don't, ah, it'll work out well. Yeah. But I love him, man, because he's real, man. It's organic. It's amazing. It's amazing that, well, for a few things. But one, your sense of appreciation yeah. right now for him, understanding what manhood really is, yeah. right? And what he was able to yeah. teach you. Yeah. But from your foundation, as you said, single mother, grandma yeah. help, but no father. Yeah. It seems as if he played just one hell of a role, mm. not just then, but as you say now. Man, his, this, is a, this is probably the only person I couldn't pay back with money I can only pay him in deeds. That's it, man. Yeah. Yeah, and, one of, and I never wanted to do something to embarrass him, to make him say, put a shame on his name, yeah. a Southwestern name, because this guy meant so much, he sacrificed so much. Very few are willing to give up their summers to take poor kids to a camp that we really can't afford. To drive 17 hours to Bennettsville, Georgia, Grinsley, Indiana, jump on a plane and take him back to all American camp. Spend a week away from his family, but he has a young child. He sacrificed that, man. No one is successful without somebody sacrificing for you, bro. And so I just want to represent him to my fullest, to my core, yeah. make him and Mama Watson proud, man, every day I live. Every day. Every day, man. I think another part, too, that before I move forward, I think I'd be remiss. I asked you what were some of the things he said to get you ready in competition with some of the best. Yeah. And say one damn thing about basketball. Done. Because we was already prepared, bro. We were the most college was easy for the age. So I was so well prepared in high school. Well prepared discipline. If you you had to beat Southwestern, we wasn't gonna beat ourselves. Wow. We could lose, yeah. but you gotta beat us. Yeah. 
you ain't ready to play, you lost because of you made a shot at the buzzer. Just made that shot. You know what I mean? We, were, we was always prepared, brother. We outworked you. So that same work that you use on the court, you got to use off the court. Ain't no faking in this game, man. Ain't no faking. If a guy, you run his sprints, he doesn't touch the line, but he comes out of sprint, guess what's going to happen? He's going to quit on your ass in March the state championship. He's going to say, I'm tired. Because he, cut, he cut corners right here, right. and you didn't check him on him. He held you accountable, man. We were the cross-country team, bro. And we're just out there walking around at Bowling. When I'm out at the Bowling Park right now, bro, yeah. it's traumatizing for me. Because we had to compete. We were the cross-country team. Okay. He'll look at you. You got to go get Huey. Now, Huey might just be a runner. Yeah. It's Captain Chip. You got to go get one, Will. Yeah. You're up to go get it. Okay. It's effort, bro. And effort is just between you and you. Maximum yeah. effort at all times. He demanded it. He demanded it. Because he gave it to you. He said in your recruiting business, he knew because of experience what questions to ask. Ooh. My grandmother didn't know that stuff, man. Right. She don't know about a scholarship, man. She just don't know about to do with the hood. Right. He was there every step of the way, man. Right. Like graduated, man, every step of the way, man. I love this dude. Yeah, man. For real. That's what's up, man. I, and I'm glad this was a platform that you could even see. Yeah. I'm sure you say that to him every oh, chance. Yes, I get that. I think some stuff like that needs to be said over yeah. and over again. Yeah. To not just give folks their props, but to know what we need to be looking for yeah. every day. Yeah. You know, these kids need it, man. Yeah. But he coached you, if I'm correct here now, you were an all-state player. Absolutely. First team. School. Here we go. First team on PSL. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Listen. See, sometimes in life, it's great to be humble. Yeah. That's fine and dandy. Yeah. But also, with that being said, no one can ever minimize your accomplishments. That's right. Or maximize your flaws. So listen. Tell us I about may, it. I may not have jumped higher as Donnell Dickinson. Okay. But I'm getting these buckets, though. That's right. Check up, bro. <laughs> Ain't no easy win. What did you give King again? 31. <laughs> 18 in the first quarter. Come on, man. Good Bakers, player. Bakers was falling on the court. Yeah. I'm falling out of bounds. They got oh, team. Here we go. Hey, man. It's in the books, bro. It's in the book. The streets should tell you. I ain't got to tell you. You ain't got to tell I'm, I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that attitude. Come on, man. That grit. Yeah, man. That grind. Yes. That IQ. Come on, man. That knowledge that took you down to Arizona. Come on, man. It's transferable in life, bro. It's transferable. It's that energy. If you, you, if you, if you could be a good teammate. Yeah. That's all it's about. And think about this, man. Every job you ever had in life, they ask you about teamwork. That's right. Can you work well with others? That's right. Man, my grandmother had 14 kids, bro. Yeah. Never played a game of basketball, but she taught me so much about ball because it's about dealing with people. That's right. So now this person over here is passive, and they should be aggressive. He way too aggressive for his game. Yeah. You got more talent than everybody, but you don't got to work at it. Right. How do you get these guys on one accord and on one championship together? That's right. Yeah, because you got to be a leader. That's right. You get everybody together and know how to lead. And you lead by your work ethic. Being first game last out, right. lead by example, yeah. bro. You were the guard of the team. That's right, man. Come on, come on, come on. I can't be out here playing around, man. Let's go. I gotta go get it, man. <laughs> I got some hyenas coming after me, man. Listen, we gotta go, man. Now off camera, we was just talking about how competitive you are. Oh, very great. I'm feeling it, man. Come on, man. Don't worry about it, man. It's all good. good I was man. one of the great uh, neighborhood kids. That's cool. I, I may have to take you out here, man. You gotta get it right now. <laughs> Bro, I was asleep on Saturday. Yeah. Woke up like this. I got to go somewhere, bro. Oh, this guy. It's time to go right now. It's game time. Man, no, so memory. 
tell me about Arizona State. Man, man. Arizona State, man. You played against some greats there as well. Arizona State is the second best decision of my life. Do we touch on the first? The first is Southwestern High School, hands down. Hands down. Hands down. Second Arizona, Arizona State. Arizona State. You were gonna tell me a story about how we made the decision yes. of getting there. Okay, so I'm getting recruited, uh, major recruits, Arkansas. I was actually headed to Arkansas or Syracuse with some recruitment there, uh, Purdue, Colorado, you name it, a lot of the high division ones. I'm having a conversation with BJ Armstrong, and BJ is a year older than me. He tells me, hey man, you take all your visits. So I got one visit left. It's Arizona State. They weren't even my top 50. <laughs> wasn't even in the I, top man, 50. I wasn't even thinking about Arizona State. Yeah. I go out there, man, and uh, it's the same Rick and Monroe a little bit, and I, they take me over this bridge. We come down, it's a thousand palm trees. I'm like, oh, snap, okay. That's beautiful. Then we go to the coach's office. He calls my grandmother, and he says, I'm going to take him as a boy and return to you as a man. That changed the whole recruit. It ain't just about basketball. I'm helping win in the game of life, man. When I graduated from Arizona State University, Steve Patterson cried like a baby. He is today and has been the only white man I've ever believed in 100%. His word was his bond. He was true to me. He came to my neighborhood, man, in a Lincoln Town car with a briefcase. The neighbors thought he was the feds. My grandma had to run out there, hold on, no, that's what it is. That's the name of what I brought up here. Don't kill him. Don't he breathe. good. He's good. You're right. Stand down. Yeah. But this guy understood my condition, man. Okay. Had a plan for me. Organized a plan for me to get out there July 6th. I was on, I graduated in June. Got a report July 6th. School don't start until September 1st. Wow. But he got me a job at Good Year Tire and Auto so I could make some money for six to eight weeks because he knew money was tight coming home. Yeah. I'm 2,500 miles away. So now I'll never have to do the dumb shit that some athletes do, dying in a ditch, yeah. uh, uh, still a bike, yeah. still a TV. So I got bread in my pocket. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And man, this guy was with me, man. Uh, but the Pac-10 at that time was tough. You got Kevin Johnson over yeah. at Cal Berkeley. Gary Payton at Oregon State, Pooh Richardson, Reggie Miller at UCLA. You got Terrell Brandon at Oregon, Harold Miner at uh, USC, Steve Kerr, Sean Elliott at U of A. Washington had uh, Elders with Kasdan, Washington State had hyenas. This Juco guys that had a chip on their shoulder. Hosted by the great Calvin Sampson. Uh, just a phenomenal lead on Thursday, Sunday, man, you got to break it. And you got to play them twice a year. Come on, man. Yeah. And so those battles led to me and Gary Payton having a great relationship okay. uh, as a result, man. Yeah. Being competitors going at G, G going at me, man. Uh, and I remember when I got hurt, bro, two, two liquors of my knee, my junior year of college, and getting a call from Gary, I'm in the hospital, man. Man, I'm just checking on you, bro. Wow. Changed the landscape of our relationship. Wow, man. Oh, man. Yeah. That's my guy. That's your guy. Yeah. So it comes to Detroit for me. I'm doing something. It's Oakland yeah. is a West Coast Detroit. You yeah. come in, man, you want to go to Floods, you want to yeah. go to Cutters. Yeah. You want you want to go to uh, Coney Island. Yeah. You know what I mean? All that. Anything where our people at, man. Right. That's what's so, up. I mean, go take to the barbershop and play in spades and yeah. dominoes up in there, man. Yeah. All the famous, man. Just regular old guy. Regular old dude, man. Yeah. But that speaks to what we talked about earlier. Trust in your relationships. That's right. You know, you know you can trust me. I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna have you around good people, bro. That's right. No matter where you at, you safe with me, bro. That's right. You know what I mean? Vice versa. That's what's yeah. up, man. Yeah.
when I tell you, anybody who I speak to about you, they see your passion, yeah. they see your love, they see your determination. Uh, obviously, a lot of it comes from those same uh, mannerisms that you learn through, not just life, but basketball yeah. as well, in a competitive nature. Mm -hmm. and, and I know you, you took your ball career overseas yeah. as well. Uh, I don't know exactly, but how long did you play I ball? I played 10 years over there. 10 years overseas. Yeah. And that was a great experience for me. Yeah. Um, taught me a lot about the world, met some phenomenal people. Because right. it's all about your experience with the people that's close to you. You go to these foreign countries and you're a foreigner and you, you act as not ill. How have you acted? They're going to treat you a certain way. Well, me, that's really where my humanitarian started. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, playing in these countries and leaving my shoes and my shirts and stuff. Yeah. I didn't know I was doing humanitarian work. Yeah. I just saw a kid on my team was less than what I had. Man, you can hide these Reebok pumps. Yeah. You can hide this, man. Yeah. And uh, folks would come, like, the day before I would leave any country, the team would come to my apartment, man. We've been there crying like babies, man. It was just love, man. Yeah. You know, and so certain certain countries has different chants. Okay. So if I'm in South America, they might say something like, uh, Wheeler Solito, Damia Polito. I mean, Wheeler by itself, beat your ass. Real talk. <laughs> Real talk. Day, my love. Real just talk. like that. Just like that. Yeah. You might see a picture of me saying, Pal El Palaceo, Kitty and Nuevo Rey. The palace got a new king. Come on, man. We talking shit. Come on, relax. Man, listen. I, I talk shit in this air span. Let's go. Cayete la boca. Uh -oh. No, come on. No, I don't. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you. This is the part of the show where we call the journey moment. Yes, sir. Okay. This is a journey. I believe, and the reason why I want to take this walk, because I believe, as you say, is where the humanitarian work actually started. Right? Right. The journey moment. All of your life you use basketball as a tool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And most people would say they would have thought that that was your purpose. Mm -hmm. To play ball. Yeah. I believe you would say something different. Man, at one point, H, I thought it was. At one point, I thought, when I got hurt, man, I came out the gate my junior year, 29 against Alabama. The Alabama coach put in the paper and said, this is the best guard I've ever played against my whole college career, okay. 27 against Baylor. Yeah. I called my grandfather in December and said, hey man, uh, you have to retire from Baylor Seal, man, I'm gonna go pro early. Okay. The very next month, I pop a ligament, two ligaments in my knee, Ooh. at Cal Berkeley, one second before halftime. I sat in this apartment, man, devastated, yeah. probably depressed, yeah. undiagnosed depression. Yeah. Wondering how could this happen? best shape of my life. You know if I make it, God will make good to my people. Yeah. This taught me something that was on track to graduate, but it humbled me and slowed me down. And there's a greater purpose for me. Come on. And so I walk in that, man. I don't shun from my responsibility, man. I just try to show up and show off to people. My word is my currency, man. Yeah. If I tell you I'm coming, I gotta be dead in jail not to come, bro. Yeah. You know, and so uh, this is by far the greatest work for the greatest people at the greatest time. At the greatest time. Greatest time, man. People are hurting, man. They need some hope, man. If I show you some pictures of these people, white, black, young, old, able-bodied, disabled, that come through this blue line, just needing somebody that says to be okay. Yeah. People got cancer, people suicidal. Um, I had a lady today, man, she just got in the hospital, she had a 
collapsed lung at 17% lung capacity. Ooh. I pray for you. Lay hands on you, man. And just try to give you some, some hope that tomorrow's going to be a better day, man. So I want to be on the right side of humanity that whenever it's over, man, don't cry for me, man. Yeah. Job well done, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? For real. If not you, then who? If not us, then not. Man, it ain't going to happen without us, bro. It'll never <laughs> happen without us. They're not coming. Don't nobody love poor people but poor people. Flat out. I love them, man. I don't just like them. I go to you. Because if you ain't never been nothing, been through nothing, I don't trust you. Just like that. You got to go through something, man. Yeah. Come through that other part of adversity, man. Yeah. I can't trust somebody who ain't never been through nothing. Yeah. I've done everything right. Man, you're lying, number one. That's right. Number two is I don't trust you. Right. I got to deal with people who've been through something. Yeah. I gravitate towards those people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's, I'm going to see you come to the other side. This is the reason why I feel the journey moment is important. You're unique, brother. You're unique. You guys sent your angel to most and probably many, right? But none of that would have been true if it wasn't for your experiences with your mom. Absolutely. If it wasn't experiences with grandma. Yeah. If it wasn't for basketball. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If it wasn't for I hate to say this, but the 31, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. the 18 in the first quarter, yeah. right? it's a part of who you are, yeah. right? Yeah. Who else could come to the people the way you come to the people? This is true. If you, the people you recognize fakeness, they recognize right. that you just here for this political moment. No, I'm here for all moments, bro. You know what I mean? Because I feel like that we all need somebody to pat us on the back kick us in our butt, uh, high five us, make a phone call, do something to help somebody else, man. But if it was somebody who just came from a regular basketball background, right. they probably wouldn't have got it that way. Probably not. You yeah, see what I'm somebody saying? Who, they needed somebody who had went through it. Yeah. Somebody who experienced college. Yeah. Somebody who experienced not just Arizona, mm -hmm. but Harvard. Yeah. Right? Yeah, man. Somebody who have understand the life lessons from a coach Watson. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it to say it's been parenting, education, understanding of drug use, basketball, travel, yeah, international. Man, come on. To have the relationships that you have. Yeah. Only taught you how to yeah. build relationships with forget Carlos, mm -hmm. right? To be able to bring in the Big Shans, the Nas, the Gary Payton. Do you know somebody else can do the work that you're doing right now? I'm sure they out there. He or she is out there, man. Let me talk about you. <laughs> I just, man, it's, it's been, I just go back to my grandmother saying, you're going to do something great with people. That's right. And really owning that. That's right. And realizing that my relationships have been built organically, man. That's right. Uh, whether it be with Big Sean, Nas, DL, even my situation with President Obama. You know, those type of situations just don't happen, man. Uh, you know, and, and I'm thankful for those relationships, those opportunities and those experiences. I don't take them lightly, man, because, you know, it don't happen for everybody. It man. don't happen for everybody. Yeah. And I want to make sure that gets said correctly. I don't want to just breeze yeah. by yeah. He is, he was the 44th president, Absolutely. but he's our number one. Absolutely. Let's, let's make yeah. sure we don't just yeah. rush by that. Let's be clear. You had the opportunity there. Yeah to introduce him mm. for the event, correct? That's it. Please break that down. Man, so this is kind of crazy. So I had the Lieutenant Governor 
at River Rose High School on that Saturday morning. And uh, we were talking about voting awareness and those type of things. It's all about seniors. I get a call saying, hey man, uh, your name is in the hat to introduce President Obama at Joe Biden rally. I said, word? <laughs> so we got to get it clean. It's a, it's a process you got to go through. It. Right. This ain't just, this, this ain't you going to CBS. It's a process you got to go through. Process, baby. So put my name in there. They called me back and said, we need you at Bell Isle at 5.30. You want to introduce Barack. You got three minutes. So I'm driving home, man. I'm like, okay, what can I say to the people to get them excited about voting? Okay. What's, so as I get ready to, to my rain man, there's a young brother named uh, Doug from Southwest Detroit. Got a song called Ambitions of a Hustle. Okay. So I got that in plan. I turn that off. I put on Nas. All I need is one mic. I'm in that mode. I ended with Eric B. and Rakim. How could I move the crowd? First of all, ain't no mistakes allowed. Here's the instructions. Yeah. Put it together. Yeah. It's simple, ain't it? But quite clever. <laughs> yeah. So as I'm writing my speech, I get to a point where I'm like, okay, I got this, this is that climax moment. My equation is T times E equals R. Time multiplied by effort gives you the reward. If you put the time in to go and find somebody, the effort in taking them to the polls, the reward is a blue victory on Tuesday. Oh, woo! Come on, man. Bring it home. T times E equals R. Time multiplied by effort gives you the reward. The time is three days. The effort is to grab you, your friend, your neighbor, your aunt, your mother, your father, everybody. And the reward is a blue victory on Tuesday. Now, let me give you the honor, the honor of introducing the 44th president of these United States in my hometown, Barack Obama. Terrence Wheeler for the great work that he's doing each and every day. It was it's super dope. Home. Super dope, man. One of the best experiences of my life. Hold on, I digress. I gotta tell you the part. No, no, no. I gotta tell you the story. So I get there. The guy says, who's the producer? He said, hey T, I'm so sorry, man. Um, you only got a minute now because Stevie Wonder is running late. Oh, okay. Can you do it in a minute? Minute, bro. I'm just getting warmed up in yeah, a minute. Yeah. I said, man, uh, can I get two? He said, yeah, I get two. I knew if I had two, I'm gonna take four. Yeah. What you gonna do? I'm already, I'm already up here. I'm up here. I'm up here. I'm up here. Yeah. Dude gave my time, man. We went there, and it was uh, hands down one of the greatest experiences of my life, man. That's man, come on, man. I done had some great moments with President Obama, man. Going to Oprah's house, me and left to go to Oprah's house. What? Come on, man. That, that's. That whole deal right there, man. Oprah's backyard in Santa Barbara. Come on. Two kids from impoverished communities sit here at my table. It's Bill Russell, Sidney Poitier, Dick Clark, Dick, Dick Gregory, and my man over here is George Lucas. But there's a thousand, only a thousand people to come. Grass, the women could only wear wedges, no heels. Oprah had the dopest porta potty you ever seen in your life, bro. <laughs> It was cold, air conditioned by cold, air conditioning, got a mirror in there doing everything, bro. Like, it was a porta potty. Porta potty, bro. And Oprah's backyard, man. Yeah. I, said, I said, guys, you outdid yourself, man. Yeah. I ain't supposed to be here, man. Yeah. And, and 
that was one of the highlights, man, of, of my life. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Listen, T, I got three more questions. <laughs> I got three more. Okay. But I'm willing to jump out there and say this, but I need your confirmation. When you tore them ligaments, if you wouldn't have torn them, you was on your way to the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no doubt. No doubt. No doubt about that. Absolutely. I, I had a great shot. I said that. I had a great shot. Let's just go with it. Great shot. Let's yeah. do that. Okay. You're on your way. All right. All right. I don't believe you would be the T wheeler that we know now. Mm. I believe you would be given back. Yeah. In some way, because yeah. it's definitely him. Yeah. But who you are and what you represent now, God did this. No, 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 God, God, God did. did. God, God did. did. Kelly just talking. Come God on. did. God did. God did, man. Would you confirm that? Man, I, that I, 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 would, I would agree with that, man. I would agree that, you know, on this side, you're able to really sit back yeah. and build strong allies, man. Come on. That sometimes if you're on the other side with the bag, the allies ain't pure. Yeah. You know what I mean? You become hunted. Yeah. Well, over here, it's pure. You know, them twos and views mean something to me, man. Yeah. You gave me two thousand, you gave me twenty thousand. I'm gonna treat you the same, man. Right. And, I, and, I, and I say this because I remember when coach talked about your conversation starts before you walk in the room. So, like you said, wherever you go, you mention my name, it's gonna be consistent, bro. Right. In all fifty states and seven countries, yeah. I'm the same person, bro. I'm the same person, man. So, I want to be able to have that dash represents that you made it through the storm, man. That you didn't give up. You didn't give me in, man. Yeah. And I didn't lose myself to help with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Some of us do that. Yes, you sir. get to a point where you're looking down on people, man. Right. Nah, man, I learned from everybody. That's why it's called the All-Star Giveback, H. Right. Because every person has value. From the janitor to the CEO, we all got value. I learned more from cab drivers and dope things than I do from CEOs, bro. Fat out. You know what I mean? I know what happened to you. Yeah. You showed me a story. Yeah. You may have had some nepotism. That's right. It helps you. In a different way. Right. This person failed because. Bootstrap. Hey man, I had a weak moment. Yeah. Yeah. I can't recover. Yeah. Body blows get to you, man. Yeah. And so I'm constantly learning from That's the foundation of who you are. Yeah, absolutely. That's the foundation of yeah, yeah, the yeah, core. Yeah. You didn't see it. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Why Detroit? I gotta ask that as I am Detroit's number one ambassador. That's funny. When you say that you could do this yeah. wherever, it's as funny. you say, seven countries. Man, kids ask me all the time. And what's funny is, students used to ask me, like, why are you still here, Mr. Little? Man, I love it. This is my city, man. Like, yeah. like I couldn't turn a corner uh, 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 on Arch Train in Atlanta. That ain't my aunt's house. Yeah, that ain't my uncle's crib. Yeah, Oak Ridge, all that Michigan. Uncle was brought out right here drunk. We went and saved him, got him over here. My mom used to sell dope on me. I know these places. That's right. This, this geographic, I know this place, man. And I love it, man. I love it. I love the blue collar. I love my people. I love being able to say I'm from here. Yeah. And I represent this city wherever I go, man. Um, this is who I am, bro. That's who you are. That's who I am, man. It look good on you, baby. Yeah, man, I love it, look it, good on you. I represent the thing, man. It's my last one for you. Go ahead. And I ask everybody this. So I really need to know. Knowing what you know now, Going through the experiences that you went through and seeing your work, seeing how you've been able to feed these people, seeing how you're able to help this kid that's been able to transition from that to this, yeah. right? And to even see yourself 
-hmm. How does it feel? Like, how does it really feel looking back and going through, you know, this walk? Being able to speak to yours, your family, you know what I mean? How does it really feel to see that work? Man, it, it feels good to be acknowledged for your work. It feels good when people say thank you. It feels good when you can have a collaboration that you didn't think you could have. And then, because you get so many no's in this game. So all the yeses, I still get no's. Uh, but to be able to help people, to know that you are helping someone feed their family, you are helping the least of them. Matthew 25 and 35 said, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. Come on. It's real simple, man. Help feed people, help clothe people. Um, to, to accomplish some of the things I've accomplished, I know how proud my grandmother would have been. I know how proud my grandmother would be to see me sitting there with the president, after him shouting my name out, us bumping, us high-fiving, me having these type of uh, uh, interactions with people who are quote-unquote celebrities, man. Uh, it, it feels good, but I'm also yearning for, I gotta do more. I gotta do more. They ain't never enough. I can't rest on that, bro. I got more to do, man, because there's a kid over there that's struggling with their sexual identity. How do I help that kid be in a safe space? There's a kid over here that's been molested by a relative. How do I help her? There's a kid in heaven but she's living in hell because an adult has not taken their position to help her. So I want to make sure that when I leave, man, when I leave, that I have done all I can for as many as I can, brother. And I left this thing better than I got it, man. Come on. That's it, man. Tell them what's next. Tell them how they can help. Tell them where they can give the money, please shop, social medias, all that stuff. Man, uh, I could be reached at 313-819-0040. Um, up next is will be our turkey drive, which is November 22nd. Uh, we're looking at three to 4,000 turkeys with all the trimmings. Uh, no, no, no ID, we don't care where you live at, we don't care what kind of car you're driving. I mean, your family, if you need it, we got it, you can have it. Uh, social media, Instagram is twheel 32 Facebook is Terrence Wheeler, Twitter is TBL32, man. I'm just uh, humble enough to be on this show. I thank you for having me, man, because you know a lot of people, man. You could ask a whole bunch of people. <laughs> no, man. You know what I mean? No. And, and being from Martin Luther King, man, that's, that's different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not it's just being the boy King, man. Man, I'm surrounded by King Crusaders, yes. man. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful for the opportunity. I don't take this position lightly, man. It means something to me, man. It's my legacy, bro. It's my legacy. Well, I want to say this to you. I believe you. And I don't care if you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the work, but thank you for your consistency and the commitment yeah. to want to give. Yeah. To want to yeah. give. You know, uh, that's an honor for us. And I'm thankful that you would even come tell your story with us here at the OEM Podcast. Yeah. And I hope you come back to always keep us updated on what we should already know. But I know you're going to keep us informed, my guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. My boy T. Oh, win. yeah. If not, win. Win. <laughs> not win. Then win. <laughs> Signing off, it's your boy, Mr. Oh, yeah, Detroit's number one ambassador, man. Me and my boy T. Will. He's the Mike